Hi, this is Dry Diva Amy here today with Dry Diva of the East, Dr. Leslie O'Dell, and Dry Diva of the West, Dr. Laura Perriman. Hi, Hi there. Divas. Hello. Hello. It's great to see you again. So I was doing some reading recently, and I thought it would be, I don't want to geek out on this session, but I thought it would be really great today to talk about homeostasis and how our beauty and hygiene routines can actually throw this homeostasis <laughs> off off the cart but i mean how how do we how do we screw this up but first of all what what on earth is this word homeostasis because i again i don't want to geek out but what does this mean in terms of dry diva speak and beauty routines and hygiene it's a, like yeah, that's a great question so homeostasis I, I love breaking down words into their pieces parts like well, where does that word come from so homo or homeo means same Right? So that's ancient Greek, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Probably. Yeah. It, I, yeah, Greek or Latin root, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. So that means same. And then stasis means uh, state, right? So same state, homeostasis. So your system, your tear film, your ocular surface is designed to maintain perfect homeostasis control. Sort of like a work-life balance for your eye health. Work-life balance, that's, that's like a, that's like a jumbo shrimp. That doesn't actually exist. <laughs> right. Right. So the system is designed to withstand environmental stress, um, you know, temperature changes, wind, allergies. It's designed to adjust on the fly to maintain perfect control. But there's things that we do day in and day out. That throw it off our, course. That throw it off the rails. Yes. And it's a, it's a slow, slippery process, but once you are off the rails, then you're usually coming to see Dr. Odell or myself. So how do I know that I've thrown my eye homeostasis off the rails? Like, what, what am I doing in my, with my daily beauty routine that just that messes everything up? Well, I mean, how you know might be some kind of symptom that you're experiencing that you don't yet know is a symptom, I would say. that To me, I think that's one of the first things. So as your tear um, balance starts to change, your vision might not stay clear throughout a whole day. So that sort of, so for example, I, I know that after a while my mascara, it just feels like it's flaking into my eyes or I constantly feel as though I have an eyelash in my eye or it just, I'm not sure if it's my eyeshadow that is irritating my eyes. Is that sort of what you mean by a symptom? Is it just, are these products actually throwing off the balance or is this, is this part of the, just the dry eye? Like what? That's Explain a really complicated question and I appreciate <laughs> that. And that's the source of a lot of confusion. So how much of this is what we're doing to ourselves uh, versus the slow decline and the exacerbation of the disease state. So this is a, the, the big ball of yarn that your doctor has to help unravel with you. Okay. But we, Dr. Adele and I have very much observed the role of hygiene and beauty practices in exacerbating dry disease or contributing to that loss of homeostasis. So that time when you had great contact lens wearability, all day comfort in front of the computer, now is a problem. That favorite mascara that you had that you've worn for years since you were a teenager all of a sudden is irritating so what changed what's going on there and how much of this is wrapped into the entire disease state that loss of homeostasis that multi-risk factor multi uh 
multi-dimensional contributions to dry eye disease. So it's sort of like when I was 18 years old, I could go out dancing until 4 o'clock in the morning and I could be ready for class at 8 a.m. That doesn't work so good anymore, does it? No, no not now really. Now I just pull it. all-nighters and now <laughs> I just have to put on more makeup to you know hide my tired eyes. So, so basically, just because I've been using a certain makeup my entire life and it hasn't hurt in the past, it doesn't mean that now it, there isn't going to be a change. So I could I could have developed an allergy to the makeup or my eyes are more sensitive because of my lifestyle choices or just my body is changing because that's just what happens as we progress in years. I don't wanna say aging because none of us are old, but basically, so my eyes are changing, so the products that I use could actually need to change as well. Yes. So. I mean, and even your product that might look the same in the tube for all those years could have changed its formulation, you know, over and over. So you might be exposing yourself to chemicals that are different from 18 years, you know, till now. Has anyone ever used the same product for 18 years? Let's oh, yeah. Now. Actually, well, there is one. I, that I, I hope they bought a fresh one. I'm still using the same tube of mascara. But no, no, that would be, oh, <laughs> horrific. The bacterial load of that alone is cringeworthy. <laughs> well, it's a good science experiment. So, so basically, it's good to understand that we can throw off our, you know, lifestyle balance if we work too much and we have too much stress, but we can also throw off our eye health balance if we add too much stress to our, our lids, our lashes, mm-hmm. our, you know, ocular surface. So, you know, we really need to, to practice an equilibrium, a safe balance of... Well, I think just having the conversation with your eye care providers is a good start because now we have ways that we can restore this balance and restore the homeostasis. So there's a lot of great treatment options. Some of it is changing chemical loads around your eye. Sometimes it is a therapeutic approach. But just knowing that you could be doing something that could be detrimental to your um, eye health is the you know is a first good step. I agree with that. <laughs> so I guess I'll stop the multitasking. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just think about it as um, think about it as a system that should run well without your awareness, and you could be inadvertently creating a problem in that system that's supposed to run well. And so, by the time you get to full-on disease state, don't blame the doctor. This thing's been cruising along on its own timeline for years and something shifts, you lose homeostasis and you've been thrown off the cliff. Yeah, so there's been a change in lifestyle, there's been a change in your age, there's a change in your beauty routine or your anti-aging practices or your aesthetic choices. So something you've done could have impacted it or your body has changed. So there's a change. Yes, yes, yes. So homeostasis can be changed inadvertently or intentionally, but also without your knowing. So again, it goes back to the other conversation we just had about having the conversation, Mm -hmm. and it's important to start the conversation. And then we can go back and study our ancient Greek or Latin and figure out what all of these words mean. (laughs) Excellent. So thank you again, and I look forward to the next Eva conversation. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you.